Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling podcast and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. No, we've done this too many times. I can't. I, I can't anymore. I don't know what y'all talking about. We're going to talk about this past week in WWE, which means we're talking about a very, very bad episode of Monday Night Raw. I don't even remember the jokes anymore. A very, very good episode of SmackDown Live. Okay, I remember the one joke. I still don't believe that's actually true, and you're lying to me, and, and stop lying to the people. SmackDown is a horrible show, just like Raw. Maybe nope. not as bad as Raw, because nope. Jesus fucking Christ, Raw. Uh, apparently a very good episode of NXT. Yeah, okay. And all the crazy financial stuff going around the WWE this week. I'm Owen, joined as always by John. I, I can't. I, I can't do this anymore. So, uh, for people who listen to the podcast version, um, I guess the people in the live stream understand what's happening. We're going through Groundhog's Day right now, where we've done this intro like five times now, and I'm waiting for the part where John says that his audio recording broke, so that we get to do it again. The people have seen me slowly lose my mind. Yeah, make sure you go watch the archives over on uh, Twitch and Mixer, because you get to see the full uncut version of John losing his mind. It's twitch.tv slash ozone online and mixer.com slash zonecast for monitoring our chats there and our Twitter at the heel turns to send us your questions and your comments, and we'll get to them as we deem fit. Oh, and I just kind of went on autopilot for a second there. You're, are you okay? No. Is My throat hurts. I have allergies. Allergies suck, and they're killing all of us, but hopefully we get through this podcast long enough to talk about all the wrestling stuff, because a lot has happened this week. Oh, and my recording died. No, it didn't. It. D- did it or did it not? Now, now you're just fucking with me, John. It didn't. I, it I did. wanted to trick you, but then I thought that you'd turn off your recording. Thank God. Alright, so we're going to get through this podcast now. Again, the people listening at home to the recording have no idea what we're talking about. But that's fine. Hey, John, how, how's, how is, uh, besides allergies, how's your day going? How's your computer? Is it fine? Nothing will ever be fine again. I mean, you did watch that episode of Raw. Where I tweeted out, anyone who did not turn it off after that Bobby Lashley segment is a bad person. I, I would like to know what the ratings were on that episode. It's the worst of the year. Is it really? Yes. Because guess what? NBA playoffs are happening. Oh. Well. And also, look at that episode of Raw. Well. Yeah. It's bad times. So, say, hey, John. Yes, Owen? I, if, if I had thought about it ahead of time, I'd be playing the National Anthem right now and kneeling. Because that's that's a hot topic story that happened today. Did you hear it sure it? is. Yeah, the, the NFL's bad. I'm glad yep. the I'm glad the Eagles won the Super Bowl before they canceled the NFL. That was very nice of them. Well, Last at champions. least we'll be able to get all the way into the XFL now that apparently people that don't look at WWE's ratings are paying them way too much money. Yeah, I bet you all that money's gonna go right into the XFL. It's gonna be great. Probably is, let's be honest. I did, I did tweet at the XFL account that uh, last week was saying 
what cities do you think should have a team? Because we're going to have eight teams. And I said, you stay the fuck away from Philadelphia. We don't even care about our arena football team. And they've won the championship for the past two years. No one the cares. Philadelphia Santa Claus haters. You were close. It's the Philadelphia soul. No, I was talking about the XFL team. Oh, then, yeah, that's probably what it's going to be. I, I'm pretty sure we did not have an XFL team the first go-around, which is good. Because, yeah, we, we're good. We, we have the Super Bowl champions. We're good. We don't need another football team. I don't even remember. I know New York had one, New York and Jersey or whatever. I don't even remember yeah, who it was. That was the hitman. I thought it was, I, I was going to say the murderers, but, you know, that works, too. Same thing. Yeah. They and the, the Immortal Wars of Ray Schremmerd, H2O Lean, same thing. They should do the Hitman again, but this time it's Age of 47. Free everybody in the chain gang. Oh, wait, you mean Cesaro? Yes. Exactly. In a suit. Oh, wait, you mean Cesaro? Yes, exactly, Cesaro. I mean, he doesn't wear the suit anymore in his entrance, it's... remember? He wears no, the but kilt. I bet he wears the suit in real life. By the way, I watched. Uh, I was watching Giant Bomb Infinite, their twenty-four-hour uh, streaming uh, thing. And That's a website, I hear. It is, and they played the uh, one of their best of Giant Bomb clips on there, and it was the one that had all the holiday special stuff from the from last year, mm-hmm. or, two, or it was two years ago. Whichever, whichever one, hit, whichever year Hitman came out, and I forgot how good Hitman is. That game's really good. <laughs> Some would say that Hitman was the best game of 2016. So it was two years, yes. Yeah. Hitman, pretty good. I, but here's the thing, Some I, people would make that argument, and those people are right. See, here's the thing. I, I think it might be the best game of the year, but I'd rather watch people play it than me play it. That's what I thought until I played Hitman. What I'm getting at, is, John, is that you should stream some Hitman. Yeah, maybe. And just do like a do the do the giant bomb thing of doing a roulette of how you have to kill things. Could be fun. I mean, I got I got level twenty on like most of the, like all the levels, so I guess I could. Nice. Yeah, I, got, I played I played a lot of that game. You gotta become a Kruger at all times. Never not. True. Even the levels that can't be Helmet Kruger, you gotta be Helmet Kruger. Look, man. Sure, if you have the PC version, you can do some things. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you can. Hey, John, you wanna, do you want to jump into wrestling news since we've got a lot to talk about? Well, it sounds like the cops are out to get you, so we should probably talk about wrestling before you get arrested. Uh, you know, I'll get arrested anyway, it's fine. So I'm gonna hit the jingle. Hey, John. Owen. We alluded to it earlier, but, uh... Holy shit, these TV rights WWE is getting. I don't understand it. The ratings are so bad. Like, how the fuck are... How the fuck are they convincing people to pay them, like... Okay, not, not to spoil anything here, but, like... They're getting triple what they were making for Raw, and SmackDown are getting over fucking two billion dollars. One billion. 
One billion, sorry. It's still ridiculous. Two billion would be way too much, but two... Uh, yeah, but... It's one one billion. billion is too much! True. It's very true. But, uh... Yeah, I can, I can explain to you why. You know why? No! Because, like, television is dying. That's why. Because with all the streaming services coming up, you know, they're starving for content, and they want people tuning in to television when it airs so they can sell commercials. I understand this. And WWE is new content that is live every week of the year. So that's... And, and wrestling fans are fucking stupid and tune in every week. So, a reliable fan base that'll watch your sh watch a new piece of content every single week and get you ratings... In this environment, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty useful. But it's a reliable fan base of, let's say, two and a half million. Yeah, it's still, that's still, that's why Fox slots it on Friday night. Because they're, whatever they had on Friday nights before isn't going to draw people. People go out. Except for wrestling fans. MasterChef, usually, I think. Yeah. But that's the point. Is My favorite that... Halo show. Oh, boy. He'll turn. The thing that I think about, though, is like, consider, you know, I guess that things were kind of different at that time, but I'd also say not that different. Like, fucking two and a half million people were was like the numbers that a show like, say, Community was getting and constantly on the bubble of being fucking canceled. Like... Mm -hmm. Now we're in a universe where fucking WWE is getting paid, like, a billion dollars over five years for that? Also, when they keep losing their audience? Also, you want to hear the crazy part about that? I don't know you may not be aware of. It's not like they're getting a cut of the network shit. Did you know that Fox was actually outbid? But WWE did not go with them. No. They were actually outbid. And WWE's like, no, I'm going to go over here onto the network television. Because the rumor is, and I can't confirm which one it was, but e it was either Amazon or it was Facebook that was trying to get SmackDown. Hmm. But but they wanted to go on traditional television. Yeah, absolutely. Especially on network television. That's a very Vince move. So yeah, isn't that crazy having it on Facebook? Because remember how well that went with the mixed match challenge. <laughs> oh yeah, it was a great idea. But yeah, these these rights are, are being insane. on Amazon would have been interesting though. I don't know how that would work considering that Amazon doesn't have like a live streaming thing. Like, they probably would. They'd probably, like, set up some kind of thing, because it's Amazon. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, Perhaps. I mean, it's not like they're paying taxes. Yeah, it's, they probably are trying to set up a live uh, thing to compete with, like, Hulu. So, not sure. Does Hulu have a live streaming thing? Yeah. They, they have live television. Oh, right. Hmm? 
I forgot about that. Yep. So, yeah, these rights are crazy. And WWE has, like, a ton of guaranteed money now. So they don't have to do jack shit. And they sure won't. Speaking of television... Get uh, hyped for more Saudi Arabian propaganda. No, I'm good. I'm going to talk about something different, though, John. I'll talk about uh, other kind of propaganda. Oh, good. Did you know that Total Bellas came back? (sighs) Aren't you excited? Because they're going to talk about the John Cena and the Nikki Bella breaking up. That's my favorite storyline. It sure is a storyline. Can we call this worst storyline feud of 2018? Yeah, we can. We'll wait to see how it plays out, though. If, If they actually get back together which is the reports that are starting to swirl, then yeah, it's definitely the worst. But yeah, John, I watched, like I said I would last week, I watched that first episode of Total Bellas. Why did you do this to yourself, Owen? Because I am a goddamn journalist. And also we watch bad television all the time. This is nothing new. But this is egregiously bad television. Sure was, because guess what? First episode of the season... Already hinting toward them breaking up. Cool. Fucking kidding me. Come on. Also, the you know John Cena's crazy house rules thing that he had last time. <clears throat> yeah. He said, "Fuck the." He said, "Ruck fools. There are no rules." John Cena's being a changed man, which is totally going to be the whole setup for his downfall. This whole breakup thing, I guess. I don't I don't know what they're doing here. Pride cometh before the fall, John Cena. But yeah, there's some really bad acting, especially from Danny Bryan in this episode. It was something else. However, they get to see some Johnny Ace. So at least I got something out of this episode. But I but you know what the good news is, John? Nothing. No, I, I, I watched this episode. No one else did. Really? This, this is like the lowest ratings like the show's ever had. It did really bad numbers. Despite this whole John Cena, Nikki Bella breakup thing. Well, you know what, Owen? I'm glad to see that they tried to goose these ratings so hard and they tried to make this show pop off so big and people, everybody's seeing through this bullshit. Pretty good. We'll or maybe it. they just legit don't care. I don't know. But either way, I'm cool with it. Yeah. I'll see if I watch the next episode or not. I'm not I'm not promising it. But we'll see next week where I'm at. Owen, as your lawyer, I'm going to recommend that you do not watch another episode of Total Bellas. Well, if I got nothing else going on, I'm, it, it's on their website. Um, speaking of, like, web content bullshit... And, oh my, oh god, why are we watching this? The WWE Network is going to be airing four-hour pay-per-views. Story with Money in the Bank. The, the, Kill me. WWE was calling up the, uh, the cable and satellite providers going, Hey, you guys are idiots and sell these pay-per-views. We're, they're starting at seven now. They're going four hours. Just what I wanted. More WWE content. And John, by four hours, I obviously mean over four hours, because there's going to be an overrun, because there always is. 
Kill me. 30-minute Jinder versus Roman main event. Let's go. They wrestle until the arena is completely empty. Did I mention kill me? Yeah, I'm really not looking forward to this. This is going to suck. Because, you know, there's also the hour pre-show, so this shit starts yeah. at 6. And then, of course, 6 they have, to like, 11 every single time. Then they have the post-show, whatever that is. And you know that this means that now the big four are going to be fucking five hours each. Of course they are. Oh, by the way, for Backlash, I absolutely did not watch the post-show. Because I tapped out by that main event. <laughs> I just couldn't. I just couldn't. Also, the fact that they were advertising Danny Bryan in The Miz, and then they said Danny Bryan wasn't going to be on it. Kind of shit. But yeah, WWE, we'll kind of shit. We'll see how money the bank is. We'll see if I, we can actually survive all four hours. Uh, well, I got one more bit of news, if you'd like. Not really, but okay. How do you feel about the Randall Snake Man? He hears the voices. And they said, go see a fucking doctor. It's probably had- a smart thing for the voices to say. That's smarter than the voices usually are. Because he's had a uh, meniscus tear in his knee. Since, oh, jeez! Since late last year. Oh, jeez! And uh, he said, I was going to wait until there was a good time for me to go away and get surgery. And because there's no storylines for me, I'm going to go and get the surgery now. Hooray! No estimated time on when he gets back, but uh, wish him all the best. Yeah, best of luck to you in your future endeavors, Randall Snake Man. Oh, don't say it that way. Future endeavors of getting better. Oh, gotcha. But yeah, that's all I got for news. You got anything else? Please lose your job. Wow. He'll turn. He'll turn. Any other news, John? That's all I had. All right, then uh, we're going to move over Telling to... Telling Randall Orton to lose his job was all I had. Damn. We're moving over to talking about Monday Night Raw. No. Hey, 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 John. No. Hey, John. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play a clip that you sent me. No, you're not, because I'm going to set up this clip first oh, and uh, give you some preamble for all Please. of this. So, ladies and gentlemen, Monday Night Raw was a horrible show this week. Monday Night Raw is always a horrible show. I know that you know this. That we talk about this every single week. Yeah, it's but, as if John doesn't like actually write about the show anymore, which I wish he would. But it's so bad. this week was egregious. As far as I'm concerned, we're only going to talk about one thing that happened. Owen apparently wants to talk about some other thing. I will not do that. He can do it all he wants, but I will take no part in this. Like, That's fine. and also, what the fuck do you want to say about other things? Oh, cool. Uh, Natalia is in the women's money in the bank match. Don't worry, John. Oh, I'll, I'll cover the one thing I want to talk about. Oh, cool. The Rom Dog and the, the Kevin Owens fought until the gender got involved, and then there was a tag match with the Seth Rollins. No, that's not it. It's, it's, oh, cool. Ember Moon fought Alexa Bliss because people in the money in the bank match fighting each other. John, what, Oh, cool. Finn Balor fought Braun. 
John, just just talk about the thing that you want to talk about. I'll get to my thing afterward. Oh, and let's talk about the Sami Zayn and Bobby Lashley segment. Oh, poor poor Sami Zayn. He tried. So last week, he tried so hard to just play this straight and not make a deal out of anything. Mm -hmm. And it was just, I don't, I don't even know where to fucking begin. Is the guy's honest truth? Like, so. As we know from last week, Sami Zayn watched that terrible Bobby Lashley interview from a couple weeks ago where he all he did was talk about his sisters and like the weird abusive things they did to each other as children. Mm-hmm. And Sami Zayn was like, nah, fuck this. I found Bobby Lashley's sisters and I'm going to bring them all to the show next week and you're going to find out about the real Bobby Lashley. And from the get, we knew this was going to be a disaster, did we not, Owen? Oh, yeah, but I didn't expect it to be this bad. Nothing could have prepared us for the level of disaster that this segment was. Hey, John, do you have a checklist of all the the things they hit on this? I have a mental checklist, because I've been thinking a lot about this the past couple days and just getting increasingly angry about the entire thing. Let's go through it. What 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 went wrong here? Like, what type of things are big no-nos that they did? Well, first, they showed a bunch of clips of that Bobby Lashley interview again. Yeah, doing that, that's a mistake. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's bad. But worse was when they brought out Bobby Lashley's sisters. And Are, are you doing air quotes? Instead of getting some lady wrestlers or some actresses that brought out three men in dresses and wigs. One of them had a, had a mustache. One of them had a mustache. But John, it's so funny because you expect it to be girls, but instead it's boys in dresses because that's fucking stupid. Right? And I, I would like to clarify something here, because I, I do feel like I need to address something, is not to, to seem hypocritical. Uh, we did make a joke, or specifically I made a joke last week, about how, uh, you know, I feel like one way you can make this segment work is if you just had, like, Kevin Owens and the B-Team come out as the sisters. Yeah? Which one, which one could argue is similar to what they did, but... I will say, uh, in my defense, and you know, one if that is was a problematic joke, and I, I don't know for certain because Lord knows I'm not who the fuck am I to judge? I'm just fucking straight cis white dude. Uh, but I apologize if it was fucking problematic. But also, like, I feel like the crux of that joke there is that the joke is not that here are these fucking men dressed up in dresses. It's here are these fucking people that are obviously not the people, and they're trying to trick us. But they're so fucking lazy about it that we know it's them. Mm-hmm. This whole thing was literally just, look at these men in dresses. Isn't it funny that they're men in dresses? Acting like girls. Yes. They're, like, talking in high voices. Like, oh, it's so funny. It's totally not transphobic at all. Because it's 20 goddamn 18. 
20 fucking 18 and we're doing jokes about look at these men in dresses oh ha ha isn't that so funny oh they're trying to be girls that's dumb oh man what a ridiculous thing ha 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 what a fucking crazy thing like what what is even the fucking angle here supposed to be like physic man hates trans people duh well i obviously clearly that's what the fucking angle is really supposed to be but like I, i'm just trying to think of like you know let's go with the fucking dipshit like fucking explanation they give about you know try to give about for why they're not actually transphobic and like how do you how can you even try to fucking explain this you can't i mean can exactly you? i can't no, and that's kind of the point I was getting at, is that, like, there is literally no justification for any, of, or reason for any of this other than let's laugh at the idea of people who we identify as men in dresses because fuck the idea of someone that I determine is masculine being in a dress. And act and trying to act like a lady. Yeah. Like fucking The entire thing is just insanely transphobic. Fucking erasing of like any kind of non binary fucking identity. I just I, I literally don't even have fucking words for this. Like I, I I have some words. Like, yeah, I could, let's I could say that, you know, if they went way like similar to what you were saying, if they went way more ridiculous and over the top with it, it might have been funny. But it just came off mean. Yeah, and again, just the entire like the entire basis of the joke is just look at these men in dresses. It's not like anything about like the ridiculousness of Sami Zayn trying to pass off the scheme. It's not like you know, it's because the entire thing is they just played fucking straight, like. There's a fucking universe in which it's just this is a, a s sweet story about like fucking Bobby Lashley and his three fucking trans sisters. Yeah, but instead it's just a fucking punchline. For what? So Vince McMahon can laugh at it. I just. And if this wasn't bad enough, mm -hmm. they then have to be like, oh, no, not only Bobby Lashley, a mean and abusive person, but, you know, he was always getting in trouble with the law. We were always having to call the cops on him when he was a kid. So let's totally play into the black child is a criminal thing. That's great. Yep. So we got transphobia. We got racism. That, that that's it, right? And then Bobby Lashley comes out. And Owen, uh huh. I have a clip for you. I mean, the clip doesn't do justice to what you were trying. I'm to going get. to I'm going to tell you to pause at certain points so I can explain. I can't what pause. happens. I can't pause the clips. Okay, well, I, I will I will just say what happens when it is happening in the clip. All right. So here we go. My sisters! <laughs> Look at them. Sammy. Kathy. Look at you. 
I cannot believe for the life of me how you are still single. He's brushing her hair with his hand. <laughs> and what do you got, Jessica? Jessica. I know you like to get a little thrifty. He's lifting with your her outfits, skirt. But girl, this outfit is fabulous. Sammy did a good job with them. And the last one, Francis. Look at you. Francis, you have something that so many other women want to have. Touching her face. A big, hairy mustache. Look at you. I, I, Any I thoughts, no, Owen? I, I'm, I'm good. I don't want to talk about this anymore. So, let's review. Sami Zayn begins by bringing three men in dresses pretending to be Bobby Lashley's sisters. I mean, that is at least the implication. They could not be, but knowing Vince McMahon, that is clearly the idea. Mm -hmm. While doing this, they also get into a, a nice little uh, slight racism in there uh, by referring to Bobby Lashley as a criminal. Mm -hmm. And then Bobby Lashley comes out and uh, sexually harasses the three men pretending to be his sisters. Mm hmm. So this all leads into a big fight, and then Sami Zayn and, and the sisters, quote-unquote, uh, are beating each other up. And, uh, yeah. Things happen. And that beating up, that also made me uncomfortable. I did not see this part, so you have to explain to me. Well, first of all, um, as you may remember, the, the different people had different props. Uh... The one sister had the towel, the other sister had the army helmet, and the third sister had a broom. Oh, I did hear about the helmet. So, for the one with the helmet, the, who is the one with the mustache, Bobby Lashley puts the helmet on their head and then hits the helmet with his fist. And I think the implication is supposed to be that Bobby Lashley's bashing the top of the helmet into their head, but that's not how helmets work. That is not how helmets work. Helmets protect. It, it, it protects, but also attack. How did Bobby Lashley not just break his hand? What? Because Bobby Lashley's invincible. I don't know. Don't don't ask me these questions. Don't don't make me make logic out of this. So the one with the broom, Bobby Lashley puts the broom between their legs. Um, and clocks him in the in the nether regions with the broom. Um, and throws them out of the ring by the broom. No, I'm good. No. And then for the one with the towel, Bobby Roode or Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Roode. Lashley. You know, what? if it was Bobby Roode, maybe I'd like this more. There's uh, so many Bobbies. Does the thing where he, you know, winds up the towel and then snaps their ass with it. Cool. This guy seems great. So glad he came over from Impact for this. Owen? What's up? I tend to get hyperbolic on this show. And in general. What? You? 
No, no. I know that this is the thing I do, but I think that I can say without hyperbole that this is one of the worst things I've ever seen in a WWE show. Okay, before that last sentence, I was very concerned. I was like, have you seen the world? I've seen the world. It, I, it is very true. But on a WWE television show, this might be one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Sure. Like, I immediately turned Raw off. I don't know a single thing that happened on this Raw. Okay, I know a couple things that happened afterwards just because literally, like, the WWE app told me. Mm-hmm. So I know that Braun and, and Finn Balor fought for reasons that who even understands. Because they're in the latter match. But I have been thinking a lot about this segment since it aired, Owen. Uh-huh. And I think that I could say with some certainty that if I didn't have an obligation to this podcast... This would be my breaking point. This would be this would be the point in which I stopped watching WWE programming except for NXT. I mean, SmackDown was pretty good. I don't care. They've ruined the entire thing. This is what you've paid for. This is what you have paid three times what you were paying. To have this show on on USA Network, Comcast, Fox, this is the company that you have paid over a billion dollars for five years to produce co- to produce content for you, and you really don't think that this shit's gonna happen on SmackDown too? I mean, we had the like SmackDown might be slightly better right now, but yeah, like you said, you still had that big cast segment a couple weeks ago. He's dead now, so don't worry about it. He no longer exists. God willing. I mean, except for that one shot of him backstage in a cast, but whatever. But you know what, John? The fact that they could make this, and that they think that they could get away with this in 2018, is fucking mind-boggling to me. It is baffling to me, and... It legitimately angers me that there will be almost no blowback whatsoever for this. Fuck this. Fuck everyone involved in this segment. And, like, I genuinely feel bad for Sami Zayn and Bobby Lashley having to do this, and I feel probably even worse for, like, the three fucking jabroni jobbers that they got to play Bobby Lashley's sisters. But fuck every single person involved in this train wreck of a segment. Every single person involved needs to be fired. Fuck Raw and fuck WWE. Are you done? I'm done. But John, here's my counterpoint. They just love to have fun. I hate you. No. He'll turn. But yeah, it's bad. We don't need to go deeper into it. It's something that hopefully never gets brought up again, except for the end of the year. 
But John, I did find one positive out of Monday Night Raw this week. And you know what that is? That it ended? No, that's Stephanie McMahon's back. Stephanie McMahon came back this week, just in time for all the terribleness. So you want to watch me suffer? Okay. Don't don't you understand, John? She started the women's revolution. And if we're going to do a contract signing for the the WWE Raw Women's Championship, it's got to be presided by Stephanie McMahon. Isn't it cool how Stephanie McMahon did her usual thing of coming out and being like the ultimate king shit heel and running down Kurt Angle and all these things and then running down Roman Reigns and then Kevin Owens comes out to like get her back and everything and she has to fucking completely emasculate him too because nobody can ever be cooler or more powerful than Stephanie McMahon and everybody needs to understand that right the fuck now. I wasn't talking about that more so. I was talking about the fact that she was the one that is the catalyst for all this Ronda Rousey stuff. Because, you know, she helped. She she got defeated by Ronda Rousey, but it's fine. Everything's just cool. And now she's got to start stirring shit between these two because it's too lazy for them to actually have an actual storyline for this match. Stephanie McMahon just got to talk for both of them. Isn't it great? Stephanie McMahon, the Ur story. I mean, really, that's the whole thing, though, about this company, is that every single fucking story is secretly about the McMahons. Yeah. It's like Star Wars. It's always about the Skywalkers. But But what if it wasn't about the people running the show and about the people that are actually on the show? Nah, that, that would never work. You're crazy. $1 $1 billion, John. But, uh, yeah, there is some positives I want to take He's out. He's literally doing Vince Russo shit, and yet Vince Russo doesn't have a job. John, I'm trying to, trying to talk about some positive things. Vince Russo is the complete opposite of positive. This is also true. But, yeah, what I want to say is that Ronda Rousey was really good in this segment. I... She cut an actual promo. It was good. Also, she has a new thing going on with her hair that I really like. The weird braided on the one side thing. It's cool. And I have a clip of Ronda Rousey cutting that promo. Alright, Naya. I'm not. I'm really happy the truth came out. But that's okay. Shaking hands. Because I am going to take your title. Then she looks at her arm. I'll shaking hands. And your arm. Somehow I doubt that. Fucking Corey Graves. <laughs> I'm going to take your arm. Why did Corey Graves say that at the end? Like, because... Did you, did you not understand that's Ronda Rousey's whole thing is that she fucking breaks arms? Because Corey don't give a fuck. He's the heel. 
don't like bury the the segment. Fuck a Ronda Rousey. I think this was really good. I think this was a good use of her, and you know she actually like stepped up to the plate and cut a promo that didn't sound like she was a deer in headlights. Perhaps, but hear me out here, Owen. Not, not, Fuck a Ronda Rousey. Okay, well, whatever. You have she's she's my she's my BFF, so can't can't hate on her too much. Uh, how does it feel to be? BFFs with someone that thinks 9-11 was an inside job. Welcome to professional wrestling, John. Everyone's terrible. Heel turn. Heel turn. Yeah, that, that's it for Raw. Unless you, I, I doubt there's anything else you want to talk about for Raw. Absolutely not. Then I'm going to move over to SmackDown. Hey, John, SmackDown was really fucking good. No. Yes. No. Let me let me begin. How about we open with Ms. TV? Okay, fine. And the Miz has a big announcement. Ms. and Mrs. debuts July twenty fourth, right after SmackDown. Hooray! I'm Are so excited watch- for this. Are you gonna watch it? I- I'm probably gonna watch it. Oh. It's the Miz. Come on, man. You have your responsibilities to watch 205 Live. No. That's dead now. 205 <laughs> Live is dead. The Miz is now my new Tuesday night delight. But uh, it's not. But it's illegal. After, but, John, after he announced that, he had a really good interaction with the crowd. And I have a clip. Ladies and gentlemen. On July 24th, my new docu-series of Ms. and Mrs. will debut on the USA Network at 10 p.m. Right after SmackDown. Ms. TV, Ms. TV. Ms. and Mrs. Ms. and Mrs. God, I can get you to do anything tonight. Fucking crowd just did every chant that he did. This is cool. It was such a good opening for the show. It's like, yep, we're going to have a good crowd tonight. Because they are just gullible as shit. And they are hot for everything. Who doesn't want to watch The Miz's bad reality show that I thought was going to be on the E! Network, but apparently not? No, it was going to be on USA. And it always was. It's must-see. Also, with the... Well, I guess SmackDown will still be on the ch- same channel, so... I guess that doesn't work. But anyway, um, the, he actually had guests on Miz TV this week, and it was The New Day! Hooray! Because the Miz is going to get the big scoop which member of The New Day is entering the, the ladder match. Who do you think it is? Kofi. They're not saying. Well, I mean... They're not talking. I mean, Xavier said Big E. Big E said Kofi. And Kofi said Xavier. So, I, I, I'm I not sure. But yeah, The Miz continued his thing that he did last week of trying to uh, tear them apart by saying, you know, you guys would be much better as single superstars. 
Like, Big E is this big, you know, strong guy, but the problem is in the New Day, he kind of can't be taken seriously. Uh, Kofi, you know, he's super athletic and everything, but the problem with him being in the match is that he's been in six of them, and he hasn't won any of them. So why not let someone else be in the match? And then he goes to Xavier and plugs how you know, he built an empire with up, up, down, down with all those millions of subscribers on YouTube. And then he says an interesting line that they cut out of the YouTube edit, but luckily it's still on Hulu. And I have the clip right here. Did it go rated R? No. It, 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 it's, it's just funny. Imagine streaming a game of Fortline or Fortnite. Fortnite? Fortnite? It's Fortnite. Fortnite. I don't play that video game, but imagine streaming a game of Fortnite with the WWE Championship around your waist. Fortline? He doesn't play that game. The best part is that he pauses and doesn't say he doesn't play video games because... It's known for a fact that he plays video games. He's like, I don't play that video game. Because <laughs> if you watch Up, Up, Down, Down, he actually does appear on that a bunch. <laughs> what does Miz play? I mean, the only time I... I only I don't watch a lot of Up, Up, Down, Down, but they recently did a uh, WWE 2K uh, like, tournament, <clears throat> and he was in that one. So I'm not sure what he plays like regularly. I could see him being one of those people that's all into like NBA 2K or something. Yeah, I can see him being that's a big about sports. it. Yeah, I can see him be a big sports game guy. I don't know if he would play like shooters. Definitely doesn't. I play. don't see Miz. Yeah, I don't see Miz being like super into like Call of Duty or whatever. Big Fortnite player, though. Oddly enough, I could see Miz being a secret Final Fantasy nerd, though. That'd be kind of cool. Do, do you think that he would find a way to play Destiny because Big Show like begged him to be in his clan? I think Miz would sooner vape. Oh man, Does, do you think Miz vapes? No. No. Damn. I think that'd be cool. But I think Miz's robot double, doppelganger does. <gasps> Mizbot? From the future. Oh, shit. Man. Can you imagine that's his storyline? On his reality TV show, the, the robot shows up at the very end of the season. Cliffhanger. Please do. But yeah, um... This, uh, this all leads up to uh, them finally deciding Big E as the person. And except not for the ladder match... For tonight, because Biggie wants to wrestle against the Miz. What? And the Miz says, eh, "No, fuck it, I'm out," and he leaves. Okay, later. And then, for some reason, we're in, the camera's in gorilla position, and Paige. Paige goes, here. She goes, Paige here. No, she, she actually say it. No, she just like stands there awkwardly it. for like thirty seconds, like not knowing what to say. God damn it. Just it's, actually lean into it. No, but this this awkwardness of just like staring at the Miz for thirty seconds was incredible. The Miz like give her a look like what? 
are you supposed to say something? And then she says, uh, yeah, you're gonna fucking wrestle Big E, like, right now. Like, go back out there. So he has to go back out through the curtain again, and then we have the match. And this was kind of fun. Because we had Xavier Woods on commentary at the beginning. Okay. Like, chatting it up. And, but uh, at one point, Biggie needs a break during the match, so he goes, sits on, like, a, a little stool on the outside, and they, like, tend to him, like, like he's in the corner in the boxing match. Sure. But what's gross is that instead of, like, a bottle of water that they, like, pour into his mouth, they did a bottle of maple syrup, and, like, got all over him, and it's really gross. Not, not a fan. But yeah, the, on uh, but, but when Xavier was on commentary, they all were trying to get the scoop on him, like revealing who the New Day member is, and he won't do it. So then we go to commercial break, and when we come back, now Kofi's on commentary. <laughs> he just swaps for some reason, and then they're doing sure. the same to Kofi, and Kofi's like, "Get mad!" Like, no, you're not tearing us apart. We're not giving our secrets away. Fuck you. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere. The bar shows up at ringside and decides to uh, to murder uh, Xavier. <coughs> and then Kofi, out of nowhere, like runs around the ring because th- this attack was near the entryway. He jumps on the- from the steps and takes a step off of Cesaro's shoulder and launches himself into Sheamus. Wow. It was really crazy looking. There's a gif of it. On my bat last night, which is at ProWrestling.cool. It looked crazy. It was so shocking that even uh, even Biggie was distracted by it, which set up a skull-crushing finale, and the Miz won. Alright, well, let's get another question here, Jim. This one Uh-oh. is from... What is that? I was trying... To, I had Paige here queued up as a joke, and then I accidentally clicked another video. No, you screwed it up. Come on, I want to hear the page here. Let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Where is it? And then I'll tell you about the next segment. Paycheck. Perfect. Perfect. I, I should. You should send that to me. I should make that a soundboard thing for the podcast. Okay, I will. All right, I'll do that. But um, yeah. But also, actually, that's a bad idea because for, for all the sounds and clips and stuff, I have to actually like, put them back in when we put the podcast version up. And that's a lot of work. I don't want. I don't want to hey. do that. Hey. Page here. Page here. Um, we had a Money in the Bank qualifying match. How do you feel about that? Who could it be in this one? I came so excited to find out more about this pay-per-view that I've now been incredibly excited to watch after this week's Raw. Well, what if I told you Aiden English came out? Well, I don't know why, because Rusev's already in the match. Well, no, he was introducing someone by singing Lana is the best, Lana number one. He sang out Lana, and out comes Lana. Uh, Okay. He he is now managing both Rusev and Lana, and it's it's perfect. I love it. So good. She does a dance when she comes out. It's fun times. I like this. How do you feel about the... How do you feel about the rumors, Owen? What rumors? The rumors that they're going to turn on Aiden English. No. And go back to being 
no. monster heals with no. No. a lot of managing Rusev. No, no, John. No. Number one, no. Two, when she originally came back into the group, they teased that, and then they decide, actually, it's a fucking terrible idea, because Aiden English is, the, is like the glue that ties this whole thing together. So, no. It seems like they're leaning the other way now, which is good. But Vince apparently hates Aiden English. Fuck Vince. Especially after Monday. No. Stop it. I agree with you, but he still makes all the decisions. Shut up. Let me talk to you about her opponent, which was Billy Kay. Oh, you mean the one that comes out dressed as Maleficent? Yes. You actually got Wait, it right. Wait, no, the one with the flower. Nope, you fucked up. You, did, you, you accidentally got it correct. God damn it, no. They're the same person. They're still the same person. No, they're not. They, Except they for came the part out that they are. And they were very upset about Aiden English singing. So, they're going to sing their own song about how much Lana sucks. And They're not wrong. And, John, I was going to I was gonna have a clip, but it was so, like, upsettingly bad that I can't subject our podcast to it. But also, it was fucking perfect, and I loved it. These guys, these two are just so goddamn annoying, and I love it. Yeah, Cox forever. Wait a minute. This is a heel against heel match. No, Lana is a face. She's in Rusev Day. They're faces. No, they're not. Uh, I mean, the crowd was chanting Lana Day. And the bell rang. And all of a sudden, Aiden English pulls out from under the ring a giant Lana Day sign. <laughs> Which- okay. And just starts like, like hoisting up in the air to the Lana Day chants, and uh, the Cox are pissed off about this. Like, no, oh, fuck your sign, and try to they steal it from Aiden English, and then Lana comes out. That that does not go well for her. She gets thrown back into the ring. Billy Kay comes back in the ring. She gets a boot to the head. Then she hits uh, the uh, sit out hammerlock spine buster. Which is her finisher and pins Billy Kay. Lana Qualifies. Oh, and they're doing nothing with the iconics. No, it's they'll have their time. Their re- their promos and, and their entrances are really good though. So I'm I'm right as long as they keep having TV time, I'm I'm okay with this for now. Are they good though? Are they really? Yes, they're fant- they're my they're my one of my favorite things about SmackDown. But also, yo, Lana qualified. Also, John, do you understand what this means? That I don't like any of this. This is Lana's first singles win in the WWE. It's huge. Like I said, I don't like any of this. Then I guess you won't like that Andrade Cien Almas had a match. I I like Almas. There was a pre there's a a video before this where Zelina's like the fuck was that? This competition sucks. We're fighting jobbers. This is SmackDown's terrible. Did he fight a jobber? And then, and then he fought a jobber. <laughs> Owen. What what are they doing with Almas? SmackDown is terrible. No, it's great. I just the Almas thing was just a bummer, and I think this might be his gimmick: is that he's just gets more and more pissed off, and then he finally like 
bites off more than he could chew and gets his ass kicked at a pay per view. Which I'm kind of terrible. That'd be that'd be okay. Well, thanks. Was, I hate it. Fine. You know what's not <laughs> terrible? AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura had a face to face in the ring because Nakamura is going to announce the stipulation for their match at Money in the Bank. Hooray! Do you know what the stipulation is? What's that, Owen? Why don't I let Nakamura tell you? Okay. Well, it sounds like it's going to be the last match I ever have. So, why don't you tell us what the stipulation is? All right. All right. The stipulation at Money in the Bank will be a pillow fight. A pillow fight? Wait, 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 what did you just say? Did you just say pillow fight? <laughs> oh, that sounds man. pretty fun. Yes. Yeah. You know, this is all starting to make sense now. I always knew you were the king of soft style. <laughs> if you don't know what he went, ah, he was doing the Nakamura hand thing. It was pretty good. Oh. But yeah, they're going to have a pillow fight at Money in the Bank. There's already a king of soft style. <laughs> and that's The Miz. I know. But still, it was it was pretty good. So yeah, pillow fight. You excited? No. Because I, I know it's not actually a pillow fight. Yeah, it wasn't actually. A pillow because fight. if it would be a pillow fight, I'd be really excited. No, th- th- I want to th- see how a pillow fight actually works as a wrestling match. But I think that only DDT would actually do that. True. Well, they Maybe end- kaiju. They ended up fighting into the crowd and then back to the outside of the ring, and then Nakamura hit a Kinshasa. Stood on top of the announce table and said, Since you're knocked the fuck out, and you can't answer count ten, it's going to be a last man standing match. Hooray! I'm so excited. But the problem is, John, this stipulation is supposed to make sure that there's an actual finish and it doesn't end in a draw. Motherfucker, I was at a, a last man standing match in 2004 between Shawn Michaels and Triple H. And that shit ended in a draw. So I don't know what they're getting How about at. the last man standing match between John Cena and Ryback from Extreme Rules? That too. Yeah, it's, they don't have a good track record of these matches actually having good finishes, so... No. I'm gonna... Hey, I'm gonna also throw it out there, Owen. They don't have a good track record of good last man standing matches. True. So, I will give them the benefit of the doubt. We'll see how this goes. Oh, they definitely deserve it after the last several matches they've had. I mean, the one on SmackDown was really good. I like that. That one. was the only one. I know, I know. Being good matches, uh Do you know the Good Brothers? No. You know the Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson? No. What? No. What's no. What's wrong with that? I don't I don't accept this answer of good match. Well, what if I told you they fought the Usos? I don't care. It's the Good Brothers. Yo, 
Did you know the Good Brothers are actually fucking good at wrestling? When given an opportunity and a good opponent? I seem to remember this, but also I remember everything they've done in the past couple years. Yeah, because they were stuck on Raw. Point is, John, they said to the Usos that, yo, you guys keep fighting the Bludgeon Brothers and keep losing because you're a bunch of nerds. How about, like, an actual, like, good team gets to fight them? So they had a number one contender match. And it was great. Lots of back and forth. Luke Gallows got his head fucking kicked off a few times. It's a good t- teamwork. And they ended up, like, when the Usos were going for their double Us off the top rope, Carl Anderson shoved one of them off. They grabbed the other Uso, set up the Magic Killer, and beat them. So it's going to be the no. brothers against the Bludgeon Brothers at Money in the Bank for the titles. Well, good. The Bludgeon new Brothers match. will make short work of them. New match. The new match. I'm excited for it. It's probably not going to be good because the Bludgeon Brothers are in it. But I want to see it. And also the Good Brothers are in it. Fuck you. The Good Brothers are fine. Go watch this match. Damn, son. That's the opposite of what you said for literally months. Yeah, did you see their... Their tag match with the let's see it was Nakam- it's Nakamura and Rusev day against the the club. That was a good match. Oh yes, my favorite favorite baby faces of Rusev day and Nakamura. Well, Rusev day was they were trying to make it a heel then, and it was a bad idea. Mistakes were made, John. To make it a heel. Speaking of mistakes were made, having Naomi fight Sonya Deville for the last money. That- Bank qualifying spot for SmackDown happened. Sure. Na- Naomi won. Did she bring the briefcase to the floor? Not yet. No, that's going to happen at the, the pay-per-view. Then we got the main event, John. Do you know what the main event of the show was? No. It's... Well, originally, Samoa Joe was going to fight Big Cass for the last uh, Money in the Bank spot. But Big Cass got his ass kicked so badly last week that he's injured. And by injured, I mean he's not actually injured. He's storyline injured because fuck Big Cass. He doesn't deserve his spot. So, to determine Samoa Joe's opponent next week for that spot, we had... Daniel Bryan versus Jeff Hardy. What? Yeah, Danny Bryan in the in the interview earlier was like fucking crazy. Danny Bryan versus Jeff Hardy in 2018. You'd imagine that. Jeff Hardy had a backstage segment where he came out of his locker room clearly having just snorted drugs. And by that I mean sounds like a Jeff Hardy. He thing. came out the door and went wah, like like it was a really weird noise he made. Like, you just done, like, a nose full of drugs. He just turned back from Willow. Exactly. And, uh... Yo, this match was fucking great! Like, it was a combination of Daniel Bryan using his safer style against Jeff Hardy, like, just throwing his body to the wind and getting fucking wrecked. It was awesome. Samojo's on commentary going, I don't give a fuck. These guys are going to beat the shit out of each other. I'm just going to pick the bones next week. Because I'm Samoa fucking Joe. Which is true. 
Sure worked with the ROM dog. Don't worry about it. It didn't happen. But yeah, Jeff Hardy went for uh, the the uh, Swanton Bomb. Danny Bryan put his knees up. And there's a gif of, of it on a bat last night. But it looked fucking painful. Because Jeff Hardy does not give a shit. And uh, the finish of the match was that... Remember how Jeff Hardy had this knee, that knee injury and he was out for a while? Yes. Well, Danny Bryan did a dragon uh, snap... Uh, Snapmare into his uh, his heel hook and made him tap out. All right, it's his, new, it's, it's, it's his new secondary finisher. Then Samoa Joe came out and said, "Fuck you! I'm going to kick your ass tomorrow, uh, next week." <coughs> and the show ended with Danny Bryan doing a yes chant. Samoa Joe versus Danny Bryan next week. Let's fucking go. I'm so excited for that match. Someone might get their head knee in. Yeah. Or Samojo will put, put him to sleep. That's probably what will happen. There's a good uh, SmackDown backstage uh, Fallout thing on YouTube. Because Samojo said to Renee at the end of the show that he's going to make Dan Bryan go to sleep. Because fuck, fuck a Danny Bryan. Danny Bryan's response on this YouTube thing was... Yeah, he can put me to sleep, but guess what? I'm going to fucking wake up and be pissed off. Me, on the other hand, I'm going to fucking tear all the ligaments out of his knee. And then he's going to be out for six to nine months. Because fuck him. Yeah, Danny Bryan's pretty good. It's rude. It's rude. Not, I mean, it's not Bobby rude. That, that's your problem. No. But yeah, that's it for SmackDown. Why don't you tell me about NXT? You don't have any 205 Live to no. discuss, Owen? Drew, Drew, Drew Gulak beat Grand Metalik. That's all you got. It's a great show where great things happen. No, it's so bad that TJP was tweeting at Paige saying, fucking let me be on SmackDown. And then she said, Paige here. Paige here. Tell me about NXT. I didn't get to watch it. NXT began with the with the mighty, the mighty sixty-one. The mighty sixty-one. Do they kneel? No. Do they kneel when the anthem plays? <laughs> Only the Australian anthem. Damn. I hope that's their gimmick. That'd be really good. They fought heavy machinery. Oh, I liked heavy machinery. I noticed that you said liked. Uh-oh. Is that, did I accidentally do a slip and as in that they're dead now? No, they're not dead, but they did lose. What? Did, 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 yeah. the, did the Mighty cheat? Oh, yeah, they did. Okay. Well, I'm, at least they're still doing this heel thing. I'm into that. Yeah, no, he, he had his foot on the ropes and, and the other one held him down. Oh, the same, the same thing they did last time. Cool. Yep. They were not happy about it. Mm-hmm. The heavy machinery. Well, I I'd be pissed off too. The cheetah. Yeah, honestly, it was it was an okay match. It wasn't. I think TMDK is looking pretty good. Uh, TM six one. Sorry. Whatever, man. They they literally say the mighty don't kneel again. I, I, so, I know. I know. But I honestly I thought that 
I didn't think that uh, Heavy Machinery looked all that great. That's a shame. Like, Otis totally did the, the Caterpillar, which is always fun. It's great. But, I don't know, other than that, I feel like they're just kind of... It felt like they weren't putting in all that much of an effort. Well, I mean, it felt kind of house show. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, considering the position they were in, that make, might make sense. Yeah, I guess. It's just a bummer, you know? Yeah, understandable. No, no, it wasn't that bad, though. Like, and yeah, TM611, by cheating, right. again. What a bunch of jerks. Mm-hmm. And then they were all like, let's look, go to this interview with Bianca Belair. And Bianca Belair is basically being Sasha Banks. She the boss? Being like, is it boss time? I'm the, I'm the best. I'm the EST. Oh, you want to know about the real me? Well, you're going to find out about the real me next week because it turns out this was just a fucking advertiser to be like, hey, tune in next week when we're going to do the fucking. Roderick Strong, Finn Balor, getting to know them videos thing that we did for them. Sure, I mean, she could use that. But all, she's a heel. All we know about her is, I've got this fucking long hair with, like, metal stuff in it, and I beat up people with it. She whips it back and forth, it's pretty cool. Oh man. But also... Does she, wait, does she nay-nay? She's a heel. So no nay-nay. Why are they, why are they doing this for a heel? Why not? It's it's NXT. They can get away with it. Because the last people they have done this for were, like, total baby faces. They were total baby yeah, forms. and EC3. I don't feel... I feel like EC3 got a different one. Like, this one very much looks like they're going to be going into, like... Th they had childhood photos of Bianca. I think they might spin it that she's like was always, like, an asshole. And that'd be kind of funny. Like, you think it's hey, really sweet, but, like, no, actually, she's, just, like, she's, like, gotten all the best things in the world. You know, she was spoiled as a kid. Oh, so she's Kona Reeves. But better, because fuck a Kona Reeves. But he's the finest, Owen. Please don't tell me he was on this episode. No. Thank God, okay. Or Pirate wife who was, though. I like her. She's got a, a, a wheel. Yeah? She spins it? She spins it. Does she have a, uh, a telescope? No, but she pretends that she does. I think I like it better when it's not real. It's pretty good. Her not real telescope's pretty good. She had another match against Lacey Evans. Yeah, how's Lacey? Um, I don't think she looked as good as the uh the last her her squash match that she had a couple weeks ago, but I I thought she looked good. Good. I mean, honestly, I'll I'll be totally honest here that I was paying more attention to uh Kyrie because Kyrie Sane is cool. She is, and she's Kyrie got one of her hair extensions ripped out. <gasps> what? Like yeah. accidentally or for realsies? Oh, I, I would assume accidentally. Ooh, that sucks. Yeah, it totally sucked. Oh, hey, whoops, now my... I mean, whatever, I guess it's like just clip-on hair or whatever. It's like, oh, whoopsies, now my pink hair is gone and on the in the middle of the ring. Rip. Uh, yeah, it got ripped out. That's right. Oh, and I was very surprised by the ending. 
Did Pirate Waifu hit the elbow? Pirate Waifu is jumping off the top rope to hit the elbow. Lacey Evans just punches her in the goddamn fucking face when she's coming down with Jesus the women's race. And fucking pins are clean. Well, but that's the problem. If you get fucking punched in the face like that, of course you're going to be down. That's awesome. Now they're tied. Now they they have a rubber match. I was I was surprised that she got pinned clean. Well, yeah, they want to have a rubber match. And they also don't want to make Kyrie Sane another undefeated Asuka, you know? Well, she's not an undefeated Asuka. She's been beaten several times. I know, but they want to keep that up. Keep in mind, like, she ain't the fucking not. Iconics, clearly, but, you know. Yeah, but they just want to make sure, like, yo, she's not Asuka. She can, she's, she's allowed to lose matches. I'm fine with that. And plus, it sets up the story of them having the rubber match. And makes Lacey not seem like a total goober by not being able to ever beat her. I'm cool with it. Anyway... Charlie Caruso is hanging out backstage. I like her. And then shows up my, my sweet wrestle boy. Who? Oh. Why that would be one's Johnson Wrestleman. <gasps> Johnny Wrestling's back? Yes, he is. Oh, it's great. Is how's, how's he doing? I, is he fine? Is he healthy? He's in a neck brace. Oh no. And he's like, I put a lot of thinking into where my future is going to go. Yeah? And I'm going to tell everybody later. Bye. Oh. Before we can do that, though, let's talk, let's meet with the Bald Bulls, my favorite team. Who? Well, that would be one and two, Owen. Oh, Oni Lurkin and uh, Danny Birch. And they're like, yeah, we beat those guys, and they suck. We want a tag team title shot. Because we're cool. They are cool. And then they cut to the Undisputed Era. Hanging out in their on their metal caging, playing the song, being like, fuck those guys. What? They keep pronouncing all of their names weird. They call Pete Dunn Peter Dune. Fair. Kyle O'Reilly says Oni Lorcan. Yeah. And then fucking uh, <laughs> Adam Cole said he'd never heard of Oni Lorcan until last week, which doesn't make sense because Oni Lorcan was his first fucking title defense. Don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> it's really good. I really like these guys. They're real dumb. Perfect. Anyway, Roderick Strong is going to fight Danny Burch next week. Sure. Yeah, basically. The guy that got pinned is going to beat the guy that pinned him. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Let's talk about a cool match. I thought we already talked about cool matches. What else, what else could be cooler than what we had? Like, an actually cool match. Like, the coolest match. Just tell me, what is it? Why, it would be tra- Scary Troll Man versus my two very good sons. Let me try to decipher that. It is... It is Ricochet and 
the Velveteen Dream against Lars Sullivan. That's correct, Owen. Wow, I'm getting good at this. Let's change Lars's entrance slightly. How so? So now when he's in the ring, like the camera was just like zoomed in on a spotlight and just the entire screen was white and it looked really dumb because they held it on it for way too long. And then Lars just steps in front of the fucking spotlight and is just like looking at his fucking eclipse is like his fucking shadow eclipsing his figure eclipsing the spotlight. And it looks so fucking cool. They've done that. I like it. They held on it for too long, I think. Perfect. Keep, keep, I really keep like holding it. on it. I really like it. I think it looks cool. Nice. Not as cool as Ricochet's entrance, because it's still the fucking best. True. He's the one and only. I hear he, they keep saying that. This is a very fun and exciting match. It was a lot of Ricochet and Velveteen Dream teaming up and tr- being like, let's be friends and beat these guys up. We're going to beat him up. We're going to win. <clears throat> and they're doing a bunch of cool stuff. And they're doing a lot of cool tag team stuff. And a lot of tandem offense. And it's great. And they're doing some stuff. And uh, there is one point where, like, Ricochet tagged himself back in to, like, try and save Dream, who was getting fucked up. And they do a tandem attack. And it's great. And then Velveteen Dream fucking does the Rolling Death Valley Driver. What? To Ricochet. Sure, okay. And he's like, fuck you, you were gonna screw me, well I just screwed you! Did he actually say that? He did. That's great. Just not the fuck you. But he did say, you were trying to screw me, well I screwed you first! He was literally yelling that. That's great. Love the dream. And then Lars goes back and just... Freak accidents, ricochet to death. Well, Velveteen Dream's like, peace, dude. Nice. I look forward to their match. Velveteen Dream sucks. I love Velveteen Dream. He's the best boy. Yeah. Oh, and let's talk about next week. Okay. Oh, and why are they already doing Shayna Baszler versus Dakota Kai for the NXT Championship? Wait, the title match? Yeah. I bet she's going to have a fucked finish and it's going to be set up for TakeOver. It's They're already teams. doing it. No, she, she's going to attack Dakota before the match and it's never going to take place. That's my guess. They had an, they had an interview with Dakota. Mm-hmm. Guess who showed up? Shayna. Yeah. Like I said, she's going to kill her before the match. It's not happening. Or if it is, it's going to have a fucked up finish. Let's talk about the main event. Okay. The main event was my sweet wrestle boy. Who do you wrestle? His emotions. Okay. For he won Johnson Wrestling and Candle Saray came out to the ring. I like how you just give and her, like, her normal name. That's pretty good. I couldn't come up with a, a clever name for her. Candice LeRae Soul. No. I don't know. I, I got, I'm not as good as this as you are, clearly. Johnny comes out, and he's wearing his neck brace, and 
He's like, look, guys, I've been thinking I got to do what's best for my family, and I'm in a lot of pain, and I'm real fucked up from Tommaso Ciampa's attack on me, and I got to do what's best for my family, and I got to ask myself if this is all worth it. And the crowd is very upset, and Channing gets... Oh, I, I should point out, by the way, my favorite part about this segment. So... Johnny's music plays, and the crowd does not react. It's fucking perfect. Because they remember what happened last time! Yep, that's great. It's probably the same taping, too. Yeah! That's so good. They're like, uh... Yeah, exactly. This is Johnny's music plays, they're just like, oh, it's probably that fucking guy again. And then Candace comes out, and they're like, oh, oh, okay! Oh, Candace! Oh, alright, cool! And then Johnny comes out, and they're like, yay! That's 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 so good. <laughs> it was really good. That's really good. I, I I really appreciated that. I need to go that back. The and crowd watch did that. not react when the music played because they're like, "Oh, I no, it's that fucking guy again." I bet. I'm gonna need to go back and watch that. It was real. That part was really good. But anyway, Johnny keeps asking, like, "Is this all worth it?" And the crowd is chanting, "Yes." And then Johnny is just like. You're goddamn right it is! Fuck you, Tomasa! Get the fuck out of here so I'll beat you up right now! Yes. And Candace is really upset. And like, wait, what the fuck? I thought you were gonna retire! What are you doing? Okay, yeah, got in the ring and it just got took over. He's Johnny Wrestling, not Johnny Retired. And guess what happens? Uh, Tomasa came out? That fucking guy comes out. Fuck. Really? And he's like, I'm going to come to that ring and I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Makes sense. So Candace runs away. And as Tomas is coming to the ring, out come a bunch of referees that Candace found. Oh, narc. Yep. And they're all like, and of course they rush Johnny and they're like, nah man, get out of here, you're not doing this, let's go. And Johnny and and Tomasa are kind of circling around the ring and each other and Johnny is being forced to walk away and Tomasa gets in the ring and starts talking shit at Johnny Wrestling and Johnny Wrestling's like, nope, fuck this, I'm gonna attack you. And he runs up and Tomasa... Knocks him off of the apron, and Johnny Gargano falls off of it and smacks into Candace and sends her head first into the ramp. Fuck. No. And the episode ends with like Johnny wrestling and the referees and the doctors all around Candace as she is knocked the fuck out. While Tommaso pieces. Fuck that guy. That's crazy. They did that, they did that spot though. I actually saw that. And jeez, yeah, I know. It was. I was surprised. I'm, I'm impressed. Good job, NXT. Good job, NXT, indeed. But also, fuck that guy. But also, fuck that guy. Is is that? I it? don't know what I hate more. What? That guy or Raw? I mean, there are two different hates. One is wrestle hate, and the other one is like hate hate. You know what else I hate? That this show exists? Yes. Well, How good did news, you know? Well, good news, John. It's over now. 
This has been Heel Turn, a production of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. It's a website. Go to it or don't. I don't care. Mm-hmm. What else? Nothing else. Facebook.com. Search pro Slash PWTOTC. Or, yeah, just search ProWrestling.Cool. I mean, come on. We all know that you're looking at Facebook on your phone anyway. There's no URLs there. Twitter. At the heel turn. And at PWDOTC. Also, we stream this stupid thing live. Nobody's in the Mixer chat because you're jerks. But if you want to be in the Mixer chat, you can be there at Mixer.com slash The Ozone. Or you can join Core in the uh, Twitch chat at Twitch.tv slash Ozone Online. How's Core doing? He, he, he thought he knew the clip I was going to play for the uh, Nakamura segment. He was wrong. What did Core think uh, no of idea. Bobby Lashley? Uh, we're not talking about Bobby Lashley anymore. I think that's one thing to ask about what he thought about Bobby Lashley. No. Instead, I'm just going to say follow me at the, the underscore Ozone on Twitter. Core, tell us what you thought about Bobby Lashley quickly. No, we're getting out of here. Quick. Say your thing. Find me on the internet. I am John GM. I'm not letting you. I'm not letting you drag this out. <laughs> I was just gonna want to hang there. I am not letting you do this. Brand new show. Uh, we will be back next week with another exciting episode. And remember, a billion dollars. Billion dollars. So until then, just don't be fucking transphobic. How about that? True. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.